Hello and welcome to Mind Body Sleep, the podcast for anyone out there who wants to understand and recover from insomnia using a holistic perspective. I'm Beth Kendall, your host. Let's get started. Hello and welcome. We are continuing our heat wave here in Minnesota. In fact, I'm preparing to go to a cabin this weekend because that's just what you do in Minnesota in the summer. And even though I've never been a big part of the cabin culture, I am really starting to appreciate hanging out at a cabin, especially when I don't have to do all of the work that comes with owning a cabin. So today I am talking about the use of tools for insomnia and how they can be helpful or they can be not so helpful. And by tools, I'm referring to what I call self-regulation tools. So this would be things like meditations, breathing exercises, tapping, maybe journaling, things like that. And the whole reason this came up is because someone asked me recently why I don't use more tools in my approach. And first, I want to say right away that I have nothing against tools. I've used a lot of tools in my own life, and my clients tend to be very well versed on many of the amazing modalities out there. And I do incorporate tools into my program, but I don't do it right away. And I don't really dive too deeply into them. And there are a couple of reasons for that, which is exactly what I'm going to share with you today. The main reason I don't put too much emphasis on tools is that in my opinion, the tool doesn't matter nearly as much as the underlying intention with which you use it. So I work more from the intention standpoint. What is the underlying motivation or belief driving the tool? Because that's ultimately what's going to shape the expression or outcome of that tool. So let's break this down a bit. I see insomnia as a surface manifestation of fear, a conditioned arousal response based on a fear of not sleeping. Let's look at an example. If you're using a tool or technique like breathing or meditation or hypnosis to help you sleep because it's something that you truly enjoy, then that's great. No problem. But if the singular intent of the tool is to induce sleep, then it becomes more of a sleep effort or a control strategy. Because remember, sleep is passive, right? It's an effortless process. Now, the perspective that I teach and what I'd like to offer in terms of using tools is to consider using them as a way to meet whatever is getting in the way of sleep versus sleep 
itself. So this would be the thoughts, beliefs, and emotions that we have around sleep. And even beyond that, it's really about creating an awareness of what's driving the tool in the first place, because that's the most important thing, in my opinion. I heard this great analogy from someone somewhere along the way, and if I could remember who said it, I'd give them credit. But basically what can happen with these tools is the medicine can become the poison, meaning when we use a tool with the intention of meeting whatever is coming up from a place of kindness and self-compassion, we're building more capacity within for that experience. We're showing the brain that, hey, we're okay. Because remember, the mind and brain work like a bi-directional highway. We're showing the brain through our responses how to interpret whatever is happening in any given moment. Now, a lot of times what can happen when we use tools for something like insomnia or any anxiety or difficult emotion is it becomes a means of escape or avoidance, a form of resistance to what's happening. And that's when it can become less helpful. Thoughts and emotions are just energy in motion. They want to keep moving and they're designed to keep moving. When we use a tool as a means of stopping or making it go away, which usually stems from some sort of judgment that we shouldn't be having whatever thought or emotion is presenting itself, we're sending a message back to the mind that there's a problem. Whatever is showing up is bad enough that we need to escape it. And this can keep us locked in that fix it mode, unintentionally reinforcing whatever it is we're trying to improve. So I'm all about creating an awareness of the underlying intention first. Another thing that comes to mind, particularly in the case of insomnia, is putting too much weight on a tool can be sort of like saying, well, there is a way that we can actively control this process of sleep if we just find the right tool, then that's going to be the thing that makes you sleep. And then we get stuck in that loop of trying more and more things to sleep without ever really addressing the root cause of insomnia, which is your relationship with sleep. It's the thoughts, beliefs, and emotions that you have about it. Okay, so how can we create more awareness around the use of these tools? So let's consider fear, since a lot of times the emotion behind insomnia is fear. I think the best way to use self-regulation tools is to meet the fear versus feed the fear. If you're using tools like breathing or journaling or whatever the tool is as a means of working with the fear, meeting the fear that is coming up versus 
feeding the fear and saying, I'm using this to get away from this feeling. I'm using it because I don't want to experience this. I'm using it because this is bad and I want to distract myself from these sensations because that's just feeding the fear. And definitely do not beat yourself up if you're doing this because we're sold everywhere that we need to do a bunch of things to not feel or meet these difficult human emotions. When a lot of times it's actually meeting the emotion that frees the emotion. So just to sort of wrap this up into another analogy, I think of sleep tools almost like I would antibiotics for the body. When we take antibiotics, they're not healing the body directly. They're assisting the body's natural ability to heal itself but you wouldn't want to keep taking them all the time because we want to empower our bodies to do most of the heavy lifting all on its own sleep tools are kind of the same way they can be a helpful way to move things through and bring some safety into the nervous system but we don't want to lose sight of the fact that it's always your own body that creates sleep. So I hope that provides some clarity on my view of using sleep tools for insomnia. I have absolutely nothing against using any kind of self-regulation tool. I think they have a valuable place in processing emotions. In fact, I'd like to build a tapping course someday because a lot of what I teach today, I learned during my tapping certification but it's really your underlying intention that matters the most grabbing a tool to be with whatever is coming up so it can move through you is going to have a much different impact than using it as a way to escape whatever you're feeling but you know, there is an even bigger reason that I don't put tools front and center. And that's because in my opinion, you are the tool. You are the most powerful tool that you will ever have in your life. And while I think tools can be an entryway into working with some of the hard stuff that we go through in life, ultimately, you get to a point where you realize that none of these tools hold the answer because you are the answer you are your medicine cultivating a knowingness and trust within yourself is where true safety lies that internal awareness of your own ability to heal and sleep just inherently as your birthright is going to be far more valuable and sustainable than any tool you could possibly come up with all right i know that got a little deep there at the end but thanks for being here i'm beth kendall and you've been listening to the mind body sleep podcast i'll see you next time 
Thanks for being here today. If you love what you heard on today's episode, don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe to the podcast. And if you need more support with your sleep, join me in the Mind Body Sleep Mentorship. This three-month one-on-one program will transform your relationship with sleep so you can get back to living the life that you love, free from the fear of not sleeping. Head on over to bethkendall.com for more details. I'll see you next time.